Between the Beat is a podcast dedicated to MUAs all across the world who are ready to sort in the beauty industry. If you're looking for a confidence boost, advice here and there, and a good laugh, then you're in the right place. I am your host, Terry Watson, and I am here to remind you of your own power. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Hey, hey, it is another episode of Between the Beat Podcast. I am your host, Terry Watson. Listen, y'all. This past weekend has been crazy in the best way. So let's rewind a little bit. So um, on the last episode, you guys know that I talked about um, how I had a content day set up. I had to speak to my friend's um, membership group and I had a VIP client uh, that weekend. So let's talk about the content day, right? Because... Okay. (laughs) So I fully mapped out a content day for um, my AV coaching program. Now I have a, I have a, I don't even know what to call it. I I feel both sided (laughs) about content days. Um, Sometimes they go well and sometimes they don't. And that's okay. Right. Um, so I booked two models and only one model showed up. I'm being, listen, y'all, this podcast is for me to be transparent. Okay. Transparent. Only one model showed up. So I had to ask my first model, like, do you mind staying for a second look? Right. And I didn't even do it. I didn't even end up doing a second look on her just because I was, I was in my fields. Oh my gosh. I was just like, why would this girl not show up? Why would she not show up? I need her today. You know? Um, And the reason that I'm mentioning this specifically is because I want you to know that even for a seasoned makeup artist, even for someone who has all the experience, not in the world, but so far, you know, at least I still go through moments where people don't show up. And the main reason that that happens is because I didn't vet them the need, the way that I needed to. I didn't ask the right questions. Um, because even like, unfortunately, my model that did, that did show up, she was a little uncomfortable in front of the camera and that frustrated me a little bit, like even more. Um, and it's no fault of hers. It is on me. I should have asked more questions. I should have let her know, like, this is what it is. This is what you'll be doing. Um, and things like that. So content day did not go as successfully as I had imagined it to. Um I have to figure out a way because content days also make me very anxious. So I have to figure out a way to, um, and I know it's funny. You're probably like, Terry, there's no, there's no way that content days make you anxious, but the ones where I actually plan them out, make me nervous, which would sound crazy. But the ones where I'm like, 
fuck it, I'm gonna just do my thing, I'm gonna have a good time. Those are the ones that I actually enjoy and actually come out the way that I need them to, which is annoying, um, but here we are. Anyways, so, <laughs> um, like I said, it didn't go as fully planned. It, it didn't happen as fully as I would like for it to, or, or it didn't pan out the way that I would have liked for it to pan out. Um, but I did get footage and I did get what I needed. Now I need to go back through the footage, do the voiceovers and keep it pushing. Right. So I have another uh, model session tomorrow. So one takeaway from this is that one bad experience doesn't stop the show. You got to keep going. You got to keep pushing. If you really want this, you can make it happen. And it won't just take one time. Most of the time, even when you think about a prototype for something um, like an iPhone, I'm pretty sure they had to go through 90 different models before they found the right one that worked. So keep pushing and don't allow for bad experiences to determine how you show up in the future. So, yeah. <laughs> so that was Wednesday, I think. And then um, Thursday, I was supposed to speak to... Um, uh, another coach's membership program. And uh, that also didn't pan out the way I needed it to, or not I needed it to, but it didn't happen. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't bad. I, I think I was out of my house anyways. Um, but basically she had to reschedule and I was like, that's kind of perfect. So we're going to keep pushing. Um, and finally, Saturday, I, like I said, worked with a very VIP client. Um, I got an email last week letting me know that I um, was being considered, not even being considered, but they wanted to hire me for a client that was visiting ATL and um, they wanted me to do her makeup for a do and go, right? So before they could, uh, you know, give me all the specs and things, they had to quote me. I, I had to quote them and let them know what my rates were. So here is what I told them. I told y'all this podcast, you're going to get the tea. Okay. So I told her that my rates were as follows. A do and go was 275. Right. I, she also asked me for a half day rate and my half day rate for four and a half hours is 597. My full day rate uh, is eight hours for $1,200. And I just put that for future reference because she only asked me for do and go and half day. And then I did put in brackets that this is for future reference specifically for the full day. Um, and yeah, so she, you know, reached back and was like, these are great, blah, blah, boom. So she hits me with the, we got you cleared for do and go for 350 instead of 275. This is what I mean. Okay. Let me not get ahead of myself. Oh my gosh. But this is one of the things that I talk about that sometimes when you are not charging enough, you may crush yourself out of the game, you know? Because what if I would have said 150 for a doing go when the budget is 350? Now I'm not even in line with competition. Now I'm not even um, being thought of as an expert because. If you know what the competition looks like, then you would have your prices accordingly. So now I'm going to assume that you're not even that good. And that's not per my sayings alone. That is just industry. And it is very annoying. But it's the truth. 
It's the truth. So, like I said, they went ahead and green lighted me for three fifty um, instead of two seventy five, which is Chef's kiss, right? Um, so all I needed to do was get there, do her makeup, and peace out for $350, okay? Um, now, that is, that's like right around industry standard. Um, it really just depends on where you live. Uh, if you live somewhere like LA, New York, like you can easily charge somebody $550 for a do-and-go. Um you know, possibly in Atlanta too. It really just depends on who we are servicing. Okay. So, um, my client ended up being Marseille Martin, uh, from Blackish. And she's like the sweetest person ever. Love her. Her makeup turned out flawless. I made sure, um, to ask the right questions. Um, and before I could even ask any questions, we walked in here, our makeup walked in and, um, Marseille was like, uh, I'm super collaborative. You guys do whatever you want. And at that moment, I mean, so many moments of clarity, so many moments of um, reassurance. Boom. Let me, I got to write that down. Oh my gosh. Reassurance, right? So many moments where I was reassured on um, the choices that I've made in my business. My business. So I'm looking for a pen, y'all, because I'm really trying to write this down. Um, but yeah, so so many moments where I was reassured in my business. Right? Okay, anyways. So, um, like I said, she mentioned that she was collaborative and, um, you know, that makes my heart flutter because there's literally moments where I pray for clients like that. You guys pray for clients like that, that allow you to do your freaking job. I need to do my job, ma'am. And that was also another moment where I realized for the 90 millionth time that when we say the word celebrity, when I say the word celebrity, I mean a specific type of person. Okay. I don't just mean, um, a celebrity just because they have some sort of influence. I want you to have specific qualities that allow you to be a celebrity. Okay. Um, what I mean by that, if you don't know, um, is that, I like to help my students actually map out their ideal client, their ideal dream client, not based off features, not based off um, how pretty you are. No, let's really talk about the attributes of a person that will make you a better service provider. So um, the fact that, you know, she said that she was collaborative, she trusts me, you know, those are qualities that I need you to have. Honesty, patience, um, proactivity. I need you to be prompt. I need you. I don't know why I said prompt. I don't know why I said like that. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I need you to have certain qualities about yourself, um, in order for me to feel like I can show up in my best spirits in order for me to show up and do my job over and over and over again. Right. So, um, 
like I said, she mentioned that she was collaborative and um, boom, now it's time for makeup. Did her makeup and I was asking her like, you know, is there anything that you like in particular? And she was like, no, no, just keep going. And then she stopped herself and was like, you know what, actually brows. And I said, oh girl, I've already done my research. You don't like them to be filled in, do you? And she was like, oh my gosh, no, I don't. And you know what? Little things like that. I don't know if she'll remember that, but sometimes clients will remember um, those thoughtful moments, especially from service providers, um, because you're literally in their space. You're literally servicing them. They're literally leaving your hands, going out into the world and showcasing all of the great things that you've done um, for them, essentially, you know, and it makes them feel better when they have been considered, um, thought for, and, um, can show up as their best selves. Like when, when we say collaborative, the word collaborative, um, uh, is really important, you know, to me and for my clients, um, because it helps everybody do better at what they can do, right? So I can do your makeup, I can beat you to the gods, hair can do your hair, boom, wardrobe, put you in this cute dress, and then you go out there and shine, right? So that also kind of speaks to my saying where it's like, um, I show up so you can show out. That also applies to my clients too, right? Um, so yeah, just being thoughtful and reminding your clients that you have their best interest at heart. And you're going to make sure that you do everything in your power to make sure that they feel comfortable and happy um, and actually enjoy the experience. So I was like, yeah, girl, I already got you. Um, I've already thought it all through. We're going to get these um, brows snatched up, you know, feathered and soft and real cute or whatever. And also age appropriate, right? So, um, cause I, I I think she's pretty young. Anyways, so did the makeup, uh, came to a point. Ooh, y'all are going to freak, okay? So <laughs> I want to talk about how things can go wrong even when you've been presented opportunity. And I had already said, I said, God didn't just give me this opportunity for free. I had to work for it. I had to work for it. And I absolutely did. So, um, I'm doing the makeup, doing the makeup, doing the makeup. And I go to use a pencil, which this is my go-to. If you've seen any tutorials of mine, then you know this. I go to put a pencil on the eyelids as a base, right? So lining the eyelids as a base. Um, however, I just purchased a new liner from Patrick Todd, and it was actually a gel liner. So I went to go blend it in, and it didn't move. It didn't go anywhere. So there were just like little ticks of brown on her eyes. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. And then fast forward. So I figured, or not fast forward, had to problem solve on the spot, of course. So I then take like a, um, like a moisturizer and I put that on a brush and I take it over the eyes to kind of loosen up the product so that it isn't as, it ain't as strong, you know, and that did work. So I took a, like a, a little bit of moisturizer, worked that into the eyes, got the product up, 
Um, and y'all, I was really panicking on the inside, but of course, client can't see that, you know. Um, so I kept it pushing. Use a moisturizer, boom, 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 uh, and went ahead and used another pencil that I, I normally used to go ahead, line the eyes, place the eyeshadow on, get the get it all on there, right? Eyes are done. Now I go into my bag to grab a lash. Guess who's not there? Guess who's just not there? Lashes are not there, guys. Jesus be a lash, okay? Um, so I text my boyfriend immediately because I only live like 15 minutes away from downtown or midtown specifically because that's where we were. I text him immediately like, emergency, need lashes, can you bring them? I know exactly where they are. They're in that bag. And luckily, oh, actually, I know why it happened. Here's why that happened in the first place. Because I usually don't take lashes out of my bag. So to prep for her that day, or to prep for her the day before, I went ahead and spruced up my kit, made sure that everything was in there, took some things out for back stock for the studio. Why did I take the lashes out? Because I knew that I needed a different lash from my actual company. So I took these like pallets of lashes out of my bag, but I forgot to put the lash brand that I actually need in my bag. Jeez. Oh, so I had to call him like, boom, I need these lashes ASAP. ASAP, really. So boom, he calls me like, hey, I'm downstairs. Obviously he came. Um, <laughs> and... Um, I walk downstairs, look across the street, and guess who has a boot on their car? Your girl. I'm I'm being as transparent as I am because I want you guys to understand that when you are a business owner, it does not stop. You just have to be better at making uh, more sound decisions. Don't just run out of your car and not pay for parking, sister. Don't do that. You know? Anyways. So I see across the street that there is a boot on my car. Actually, I think at that point, I only saw that it was a ticket. So I asked my boyfriend, like, can you go ahead and pay for that? Get that squared away for me. Um, I get back upstairs with the lashes, hoping that my boyfriend get the boot off. Get upstairs, check my phone, and he's like, boot man about to leave. You're going to have to do that yourself, unfortunately. So I'm like, oh, God, okay, cool. Just give me the money, whatever. So... Now things are starting to feel much better. <laughs> there was like a, a 10 minute span where I was not breathing on the inside from the gel liner, from the boot on my car right before I got the lashes, the lashes not being there, all of the things, right? So now I get a lash on her, we do final touches. Um, and I had, we hair and makeup, we work together so Hair was behind the chair, of course. I was in front of the chair. We were working together. Like, okay, you go, I go. Boom. We had about two hours or two hours and some change to, or no. Yeah, we had two hours on the dot to get her up and ready for this um, day. And it it literally wouldn't have taken me that long. Like, I I promise to God (laughs) that it took me a good, like, hour and 30 minutes but that's only because we had those hiccups and i'm very grateful that we did have the time allotted to us um because i needed it oh my gosh 
you know? So a lot of people say like, what if I need to get my time down? And the truth is you do actually want to prioritize being able to get your time down because you will be presented with opportunity uh, that will um, ask you to do makeup in a certain amount of time, right? But in some cases you will be granted the time that you need in order to um, do your job, okay? And I, luckily I was. So, like I said, I um, it took me an hour and 30 minutes. Um, we did final touches, got in at 12.30, got her out at 2.30. Boom, she was ready to go. Um, and here's what I've learned. <laughs> here are the things I've learned, right? Again, going back to the boot thing, be sure that you are making the right decisions at every step, you know, um, trust yourself. And one thing, one thing that I prayed for, which I do this before big clients, you know, for the most part, because everyday clients, those are my celebrity clients as well, but they don't make me nervous in the same way, you know? Um, I don't know. Anyways, they don't make me nervous in the same way. So a lot of times when I do have like big opportunities, so like if it's a wedding or um, if it's a big client, whatever, I do like to pray over my hands, my chair, and I do like to pray to stay cool, calm and collected. Right. And I did such a great freaking job at that. You know, I, I have to give myself kudos. And that's why I said, like, you know, these are the things that I'm learning is that I am able to be fluid and maneuver in my um, how do I explain it? I'm able to be a lot more fluid and maneuver through my emotions, my anxiety, and it doesn't feel like the end of the world. Like if you would have asked Terry five, six years, like at the beginning of my journey, um, if it was the end of the world, when some, when one thing went wrong, she would absolutely tell you yes. And then the world ended twice, actually, <laughs> just because she's that dramatic, right? But for me now, I completely understand that every part of the sequence plays into the next part of my life, right? Um, so that makes me come back to that reassurance, you know, reassurance in your business. Um, and what I mean by that is when you decide that you are not good enough for opportunity, you will miss out on that reassurance that you need it in order to get to the next level. Right. So going back to the pricing thing, um, the fact that she said, I'll actually you know, give you 350 instead of the 275. Now that lets me know that I can actually charge 350 instead of 275 for my doing goes. Does that make sense? Y'all get so if I never experienced this moment, if I said, oh no, I'm not available just because I was I was afraid or if I didn't have my systems together, um, then I could have absolutely missed out on a moment to, you know, charge more. You know, and I don't have time for that. I need all the coins. I need to make sure that I'm experiencing my business to full capacity, right? Um, so yeah, you know, re being reassured in your business comes from experience. 
it may come from someone telling you, someone telling you that you're doing a great job, someone reassuring the moves that you're making and letting you know that this is good, you know, but it also comes from experience, right? So I could have easily, you know, continued to charge 275 and I would have thought nothing of it because that's still a good rate for me. Um, however, when someone comes in and lets you know that you can do more, trust them. Believe that. Don't think that they are just talking out the side of their ass. Believe that you can actually do more. Believe that you can actually go higher, right? I, I with no hesitation, okay? With no hesitation, I went ahead and bumped my, my rate up for a do and go to 350, you know? And, and I'm saying these things because the girls love to be afraid of opportunity. And I say that because... If I say, okay, you're charging $35 for a face, you need to go up to $85. I know that's a big jump, but you good for it. You're good for it, sis. That's what that's what I get from somebody from someone telling me that I need to go up in my rate. It green lights the fact that I'm doing good at what I do. Like I'm I'm good at this. And I deserve to be compensated for my good work, you know? Um, so yeah, that's how I feel about that. But that was my Saturday. Um, those were the things that I've learned is to remember to pray over my hands, my chair, and pray to be centered, cool, calm, collected. Um, and also, uh, I learned this over and over, over again, uh, to be, steadfast in opportunity to allow opportunity to steer my future, to allow opportunity to uh, grant me more opportunities. Um, And then I'll leave you guys with this. If you are not following up with your people, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Um, Well, I'm going to tell you this. Go ahead and start following up, right? Um, we'll see where this lands me, but I went ahead and reached back out to the company who hired me. And I said, good morning. We just wanted to follow up on Marseille Martin's, uh, makeup appointment and say, thank you for the opportunity from Terry Watson beauty team. Marseille was amazing, very sweet, and was great to work with. We hope that Terry is considered for more opportunities with the blank group. It's been a pleasure. Cheers to the future. Sincerely, Terry Watson beauty team. And the person responded, thank you for your kind words. Marseille looked amazing. And we will definitely keep you in touch or keep in touch as more opportunities arise in Atlanta. Listen, you never know who people know. You never know when people are thinking about you. So follow up on these um, opportunities, whether it's your everyday client, your celebrity client, whoever it may be, follow up and let them know that you appreciate them for thinking of you, trusting you, and allowing you to do what you do best, which is makeup. Um, Because it'll always come back to you. That energy will always come back to you, and you deserve that. So I share all of these things about my particular life in order to help you um, be better service providers, be better makeup artists, and get to the freaking bag, okay? There is no need to feel like there's no money out there for you. There's no need to feel like there's no space for you. There's no need to feel like there's no room for you in the beauty industry because listen, sis, there are millions of makeup artists and somehow they have the money 
to pay us all top dollar. So if you don't hop on a train, then this is your, if you haven't hopped on a train yet, this is your moment. This is your chance. This is your reminder to do so now, to know that even, even when you fuck up, even when you fuck up, you are still the best at what you do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise them. Hallelujah. Even when you mess up, you are still the best. And it is not a reflection of who you are. It's just a reflection of the process. And you have to become okay with the process and know that it doesn't taint any other opportunity that is to come to you. I could have been in shambles at the fact that that gel liner wanted to stick like glue. But I did it. I kept moving. I was smart. I was on my feet. I was thinking critically. And I didn't let it stop me. I actually allowed it to be fueled because now I got to be on my toes, get this shit off her face and um, rethink my whole process and probably never use that gel liner for that purpose again. Right. Thinking through the whole thing, um, you know, will really allow you to just do what you got to do. And you will not be refused opportunity just because, you know, moments like that happened, right? You still deserve them. You deserve them before the mess up. You deserve them before your good work. You deserve them just off the cuff, just off the strength, okay? And that's on period. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Oh my gosh. Um, Y'all really got to see a sneak peek into what my, my weekend looked like, even with big celebrity clients. Um, and I'm so excited to share this information because I know that it's really going to help you guys soar. Um, last note, if you would like to uh, join the waitlist for my eight-week coaching program, I would love to have you. I'm going to link it below, and I cannot wait to work with you in the fall. I will see you guys on the, or talk to you guys on the next episode, and I hope you guys have a great week. You keep it up, girl. You're killing the motherfucking game, but I don't even got to say it because you already know that.